Hello and welcome to the Diction Police. I'm your host, Ellen Rissinger, an American vocal coach accompanist on the music staff of the Zemperoper in Dresden, Germany. This is the second part of our special edition of tongue exercises. Zilke Kurpius gives us four more ways to practice using our tongue muscles, as well as some practical methods to work on rolling R's. And there are even a few German tongue twisters thrown in at the end to practice using our tongues and lips. Generally, I try to make each episode of the podcast stand alone, even if I reference something that we've talked about earlier. But with this episode, I will say, don't try these exercises without having listened to episode 48 and mastering all of those exercises first. A few weeks ago in rehearsal, a director said to one of the singers, your eyebrows are always up while you're singing this aria, and it makes you look really concerned, very worried through the whole thing, and that's not the concept. I had also noticed another colleague of mine during a performance was unconsciously licking his lips every time he had to take a catch breath. Over the years, I've seen singers with tension that translated into the baritone claw, one tenor who always grabbed the piano lid and arched his thumb really hard, uh, many singers who go up on their toes as they run out of air, or my personal favorite, a singer who put his fingers together in a prayer position and moved both hands in a circle to keep his air flowing. That one was my favorite because when I mentioned it to him, he said, oh, but I never do that in performance. But he did. And once I saw him and his teacher in a performance together, and they both were pumping their arms in a circle with their fingers in a prayer position. Now, I know that these seem like trivial details that don't have much to do with singing, but obviously, if we notice them, the audience might too. Many singers raise their eyebrows as soon as they start to sing, or breathe very noisily at the last second. All of these things are signs of tension that we don't need, and we all have it in some way, shape, or form. We talk about these things in relation to audition practicing all the time, but it's not just about auditions. It's really about the way we practice in general. These are the tiny things that creep in and become bigger things. So if someone makes you aware of a bad habit, or if you catch yourself breathing very late, or notice that when you finish singing, you have to lower your arms or come back onto your heels, try to bring those things into your daily practice ritual. Raising your eyebrows is actually an easy one to conquer. Beatrice Krebs, God rest her soul, used to put tape over her students' eyebrows during voice lessons. You will be extremely annoyed, but you will stop lifting your eyebrows. If you like to sing on your toes, try sitting down so that you can't use your legs in that way. If you like to grab the piano, then don't stand near anything when you're practicing so you have nothing to grab onto. If you like to lift your arms, try practicing while you're lying down on the floor. Gravity will ensure that you notice every time you try to lift your arms. And especially as you start doing these tongue exercises, be super aware of any other outside tension that wants to creep in. Don't let your arms get tense. Don't let your body get tense. Let the breathing stay relaxed. Since these exercises are probably new, it's a great way to make sure to work out all those excess tensions slowly so that as the tongue gets stronger, it really does work independently of the lips and the jaw. The important thing is to be completely aware of what you're doing. We have a tendency in this modern age to be very fractured in our attention and to want to multitask all the time. Try to only practice consciously. If you catch your mind wandering, do something else for a little while and come back to it. 
and try not to get frustrated with yourself. It took a while to create bad habits, so it takes a little while to break them, too. As my dad likes to say, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Take the time to work out bad habits slowly so that you don't start creating new bad habits to compensate. Since we're in crunch time at the Opera House, and most people are on break from schools and universities, or are swamped with holiday concert work and or audition season, the Diction Police will be on vacation until mid-January, so this will be the last episode of 2011. To download a cheat sheet with diagrams of these exercises, plus the transcriptions of the tongue twisters, check out the blog at www.thedictionpolice.com. Don't forget the the. In episode 48, we did the first five exercises, the windshield wipers, the escalator, lick your lips, brush your teeth, and count your teeth. This is where our conversation picks back up again. So when you have come so far, you have come a long way mm -hmm. already. And then you can practice something that's like <laughs> to hold your tongue like a plank. It should be absolutely straight. Okay. Which means that you open your mouth and the tip of your tongue is just showing a little bit between your teeth and should be completely flat mm -hmm. and not move. Not the sides of the tongue and that's what happens mostly. Uh -huh. and the sides of the tongue begin to flatter. Okay. So this exercise actually is something where every single layer of your tongue has to find the perfect tension. Mm -hmm. And that's difficult because one is pulling a little bit more, the other one is relaxing a little bit more. So what can happen is that unwillingly you will move your tongue to the right side maybe, or yeah. to the left side, or up or down, yeah. and the tip will not be perfectly smooth, perfectly smooth, but maybe moving. So you shouldn't hold that longer, that position, than three seconds in the beginning. Okay. Starting with three seconds, going up to ten seconds, mm -hmm. but slowly, slowly, slowly. Yeah. Maybe two more seconds one week. Okay. And the moment you see that some part of your tongue begins to move, relax. Okay. Just let it slip and do something else. Yeah, I mean it's really like a yoga position in that sense. Yeah, it's like plank position. You want yeah. you can't you can't hold it for two minutes the first no. time you do it. No, you want to build up to the ten seconds. Right. Okay. So with the most of the exercises, it's like you're doing them more and more often. Mm -hmm. Like in a gym, you're add the weights exactly, or you do fifteen reps instead of ten. Yes, right. But mm -hmm. with this, it's prolonging the endurance. Yeah. That's basically it. Well, nanan. <laughs> okay. After you've done that, you should have something to move your tongue again. Okay. Because you can't have many exercises to hold your tongue in one position. It just will get over-exercised and, and it will tighten up and it doesn't help our case. Yeah. So the next one that you can do is zigzagging. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and again, you start... In the middle, uh -huh. and then you go to one side and to the other, starting at your upper teeth. And that's hard to explain. I think you <laughs> nearly have to see it. You start at your upper teeth, going to the lower uh, tooth that lies just below it, below it, and then slightly to the left, and 
down. So again. you're going from so, the top one to the bottom one, yes. and the top two to the bottom two. Right. So your tongue is painting a zigzag between the teeth. Yes. Behind the teeth or in front of the teeth? Now are we? Uh, actually in the middle. So you you should be exactly on the, on the lowest part. On the ridge of the teeth. Yes. Yeah. Right. So you start. You can also start in the direction of your right teeth. It's it's the same if you start right or left. Mm -hmm. And you come to the point where your chin begins to move again. Uh -huh. Stop. Do not go further. And go back again. Yeah. So maybe you will just come to the... What, what are those called? Your eye teeth. Yes. Um, and not further in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But the longer you will do those exercises, you can feel that you can move further and further back. Yeah, because the tongue itself will get stronger. Yes, and more coordinated. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's and, and everything else will have learned to relax. Yes. In its, in its own right. Yes. So you shouldn't start... You should do those exercises in this order because it makes no sense to start with a zigzagging tongue when you didn't practice the other things. It right. will not be ready to do that. Right. It or maybe you're lucky and you have already a good trained tongue. Then mm -hmm. you will be able to do it. But you should go... In this order. Yeah. Okay, so, so we've got our zigzag. Yes, we got the zigzag tongue. Now it's time to have some fun. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, um, so, if you like pretzel sticks, you're lucky. Because the next uh, exercise involves pretzel sticks. It's mainly for children, but it's fun for grown-ups too. It's okay. called elephant's teeth. And it's basically that you put a pretzel um, stick in your mouth, but... Horizontally. Oh, sideways. Sideways, yes. <laughs> so that it sticks out from both sides of your mouth. So it's on, just in your lips. Yes. You're holding it in your lips. Yes. And you're not allowed to crack them with your teeth, but you have to get your tongue wrapped around it and break them in the middle. Okay. And then Wait. eat them up without your, the help of your hands. Oh. <laughs> Yes. Okay, so I'm, I am confused about this. So you keep it in your... In your yes. So you have it in your lips at the front of your lips and yes. it sticks out. Yes. And you have to so you have to wrap your tongue around from uh, underneath. Mm -hmm. And then give your tongue, the middle of your tongue, a little pressure. And to break, be able to break it. To, to break it. But not against the teeth, you break it against no. your lips. No, you break it against your alveum. Oh, the alveolar, the... Yeah, um... um yeah, it's not the hard palate, it's the, it's the alveola. Yes, right. It's the part right behind your teeth. Right behind your front yeah. teeth, exactly. That yeah. spot that's basically your gums just before it hits the hard yes. palate. right. So you want to basically pull the pretzel into your mouth with your tongue. Yeah. Without letting your teeth get involved. Right. And when you've come to that point, you press the tip of your tongue upwards. Uh-huh. And if it's strong enough, the pretzel stick will break in half. Breaks into, into your, your mouth. Yes. Yeah. And then you have to eat it without using your hands. So you <laughs> so have to find a way to get them into your mouth and not put your head backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a really good trick, but sorry, folks, not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> so basically you're trying to keep breaking it, getting, pulling it into your mouth with your tongue. Yeah. Okay. Right. In this exercise, you're allowed a little help from your lips because okay. otherwise it, it wouldn't. Right. Well, otherwise you can't even hold it in no. the first place. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's fun. Yeah. It's, it's, really, it's, it's really fun for parties or stuff. You <laughs> <laughs> begin doing that. <laughs> yes. 
So I'm going to try to do that. Part. And uh, we went, we ended up with trying how many pretzel sticks you could break um, at one time. At one time. And uh, I think we got to five or six. But then you really have a mouthful. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. It's really fun. <laughs> All those exercises you can perfectly do with your children mm-hmm. because they will have loads of fun yeah. doing that. Yeah. There's another one for the balance of your tongue. Um, and there's a, oh, what's it called? A strohhalm involved. A straw. A straw. Yeah, there's a straw involved. You have to stretch out your tongue so that it builds a perfect tip. And then you take the straw and Blast it on your tongue and it will glide down while you're still sticking your tongue out. Okay, so, so your tongue comes tongue. out like a your circle? Your tongue comes out and you have a straw and it glides down. Oh, so basically you put the tip of your tongue against the straw and the straw itself basically yes. falls. You just, yeah, you, you just let the straw go and when it's perfect it just glides down very slowly. Because it's, it's basically it's attracted to the tongue too. Yeah. Okay, so that's fun too. Uh huh. And make sure that your tongue sticks out in a right angle, not going up, not going down. Right. Just so it's not trying. Degrees. Basically, you're not trying to st- stick your tongue against your nose or no. to your chin. You yes. just want it to come straight out. And yes, mm-hmm. right. It's another fun party trick. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we did that too. <laughs> it was a really crazy party. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Yeah. So, where was I? That, those are the fun parts mm-hmm. that you can do, you ha- don't have to, but yeah. it's just... Fun things to try. It's fun it's things to, play. to try. And it's fun, but it helps. Yeah. So, one is for strengthening the tongue, and the other is for balancing it. Because if you move your tongue too much up and down, the straw wouldn't glide. Right. So you have to find the right balance. Okay. That was really fun. Okay, now having done all of these exercises, mm-hmm. how does this help us with our R's? Do we have more that help us with our R's then? Well, actually, those exercises help because you will be more conscious about what you're doing with your tongue while you're speaking. Yeah. And that brings us back to the R, because you have to be aware where the back part of your tongue is, where the sides of your tongue are mm-hmm. and when you've come that far you can try to put the side parts up to your teeth and have a little tension on the back part of your tongue and just relax the front part that will be hard at the beginning and then you can try to pronounce with your tongue in that position with your tongue in this position which is actually not a position that you would use for tea right because for tea Back part of your tongue is completely relaxed. And the sides don't have to come up. No. Mm-hmm. And you can do that by pressing the air through it. It's like a little explosion. So the tongue stops the flow of the air. But in the moment the pressure gets too much, mm-hmm. it will loosen up. Mm-hmm. And the t will be there as an explosion sound. Yeah. You can do the same with easier in the beginning okay because the t is really it's one point popping out mm-hmm. but the the s is more the flow the, the flow mm-hmm. right and then when you're doing this t, 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 you already have 
the movement that your front part of the tongue has to do for the r. It's nothing else. Yeah. So what you then can do is tl, tl, tl. TLs. TLs. Let's but still your, with the sides of the tongue up. Yes. And just have the front part of your tongue swing back and forth from the point where the T was. Yeah. You have to think more about relaxing. So in the moment you relax the tension and the stream of air, your tongue will just switch back. Flop, 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 flop. It'll flop one, up and down. Yeah, it's, it's just flopping up and down. Yeah. And that what happens in the R too, in the mm -hmm. R, only that you're doing it in slow motion. Right. It's nothing else. So that's one exercise. And then you can um, also do the flipping of the tongue that we did in the first exercise, uh, in the second exercise, where you go up and down from your upper lip to yeah. your lower lip, but behind your teeth. It's the same. With your tongue in that position. Yeah. With the sides of your tongue still up at the top of yeah. your teeth. Right. Now, I can roll my R's and that's not easy, so that's something... <laughs> it's <that's>... not easy. <laughs> yes. You have to see. So that's something to practice, too. Yes. Right. And then it's just exercising a R. And it helps if you have a little... It's like... Hmm. Spitting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little bit like spitting. So you have to get help from your diaphragm. Mm -hmm. And um, so basically, again, we're using the support, which is yes. what we need as, as, as to sing anyway. Every day. Mm -hmm. So it's the same with that. And then you can try to get the by basically holding the sides of your tongue up and have a little tension on the back of your tongue, relaxing the front part. Unfortunately, you have to try and try and try and try. Yeah. There's no other way to get there. Yeah. At least I don't know another way. No, but now so. we have some tools Yeah. that will, give, first of all, give us more control over our tongue. Yes. And hopefully more separation of, our artic of all the articulators yes. in our mouths. Yes. And, and a, way to, uh, a way to practice it at least. Yes. And there's one other tongue exercise that may help because it's playing with tension and loosening the tension. So you're sucking the whole part of your tongue up to the hard palate. Up to the hard palate, mm -hmm. like that. And then you try to loosen the tension by getting from the back part of your tongue to the front part without doing a clicking sound. You're not allowed. So the position that you're aiming at is like what you do when you are clicking. Yeah. But you're not allowed to click. Okay. So you have to, to loosen the tension of your tongue by beginning at the back part and letting the tip of your tongue staying up at the hard palate as long as possible. Yeah. Wow. I, That's like a wave. Yeah, and it's, it's hard because your, your tongue doesn't want to do that as fluidly. It really wants to make that sound. It really wants to go click. Yes, right. So that's a great one. What's it called? Muskelkater. Uh, cramps. Cramps. <laughs> yeah. Can Don't... you get cramps in your tongue? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course really? you can. Yes. Oh, I didn't do that. It's a muscle. Yeah, but you know, it runs all day. I never thought it was, uh, could do Well, if you're doing those exercises very often and very extensively in the beginning, you can. <laughs> so be careful with this, people. <laughs> no, don't be careful with that. 
and just practice more and more. Exactly. <laughs> you will you you will have this 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 prickling feeling in your tongue maybe. Uh huh. And that's a sign for cramps. So if you have that and you don't like the sensation, just stop and stop for a while and stop for a while. Relax. Yes. Yeah. Try next day. I actually translated that wrong. Muskelkater is sore or stiff muscles, not cramps, which would be krampf or krempfe. Otherwise, I have no extra words of wisdom to add to what we've already said. And rather than summarizing everything, I thought it would be more fun to just get to the tongue twisters. So you had a couple of good tongue twisters for us, too. That'll. Well, I guess you probably wouldn't call them tongue twisters. They're exercises for your tongue. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's allowed to call them tongue twisters. I, I find them <laughs> tongue twisters because like... I get stuck after the third word yeah. of all of them. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'll try to say them slowly so that Please. everybody will understand the words. So there's one, it's called um, Zehn zame Ziegen zogen zehn Zentner Zucker zum Zoo. Okay. Okay. <laughs> zehn zame Ziegen zogen zogen zehn zehn Zentner Zucker Zucker zum Zoo zum Zoo. So here we got that TS sound yes. all the time, all the time, which in gets combination with different vowels. And then you had one with TSW, TSV. Yes, it's um, zwischen zwei Zwetschgen Zweigen saßen zwei zwitschernde Schwalben. Oh, I got more of it that time. Zwischen zwei. No, it's zwischen zwei. Oh, I said zwischen. Zwischen, yeah, but that's the next time. Zwischen zwei. Zwischen zwei Zwetschgen saßen. You forgot the Zweigen. Zwischen zwischen zwei Zwetschgen Zweigen saßen zwei zwitschernde Schwalben. Zwei zwei zwitschernde zwitschernden zwitschernde. Zwischen der Schwalben. And that's why Zwei everybody Schwalben. thinks that German is horrible. It's like... <laughs> all the it time. Is. It really is. <laughs> Zwischen den... No. Zwischen der Schwalben. Zwischen der Schwalben. Okay. Yes. And then we have uh, the ultimate. I mean, besides of Fischer's Fritz. Fischt frische Fische. That's an R. Oh, do that This one is, again. Yeah. It's Fischer's Fritz. Fischt frische Fische. Fischer? Frische Fische fischt Fischers Fritz. <laughs> yes. Fischer Fritz fischt frische Fische. Frischt frische Fische. No, he fischt. Fischt frische, frische Fische. <laughs> Back and forth with the R's. Yes. <laughs> and then frische Fische fischt Fischer Fritz. Fischer Fritz. Yes. Okay. Um, then and you then, had a good one with L's and R's yes, back to back. That's really a great one. It's Blaukraut bleibt Blaukraut und Brautkleid bleibt Brautkleid. And since we are talking about R, I will do it with R again. Blaukraut bleibt Blaukraut und Brautkleid bleibt Brautkleid. Blaukraut bleibt Blaukraut und Blau, ah, Brautkleid Bleibt Brautkleid. Yes. <laughs> All right. Aren't they awful? <laughs> I will be practicing this too. So I have lots of fun with it. <laughs> And that's our show for today. 
To find out more about Zilke Korpius, copy down those tongue twisters and print out the exercises, or if you have any questions or comments for me, Ellen Rissinger, please visit the blog at www.thedictionpolice.com. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please go to iTunes and give it a high rating so that others can find it and benefit from it. Have a wonderful and blessed holiday season, and see you next year.